Hello and welcome to this week's Pixels and Ink podcast. It's episode. CGM's Pixels and Inks podcast. Whatever. It's th- it is this week, so technically I'm not wrong. <laughs> we're on episode 192. Joining me in front of me, since we're sitting weird, is my lovely co-host, Melanie. Hello. And my other lovely co-host, Phil Brown. Howdy. And joining us for the first time. No, second time. Second time. Brendan Quinn. Hello. Yeah, second time, Jordan. That's well, hurtful. sorry. The Game Jeez. of the Year podcast didn't really count. It's not like an official Pixels and Ink. And he's That's fair. all the way across Canada. Yeah, he's in the New Brunswick or something. <laughs> no, I'm Brit- British Columbia, the opposite direction. Oh, well, whatever. I don't know. You told me like once. I wasn't really listening. 5,000 kilometers difference, but no big deal. You were close. <laughs> whatever, man. What are you, an American or something? America. Just think he's up in none of it? Yeah. That's where I would have gone. <laughs> no, it's too flat for Quinn. Wait, Jordan, did no. you even look up game news today? No. <laughs> we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to wing it. Okay. So what's in the news today? Well, how about we let Phil go first then? Sure, I'll go all first right, fine. We'll let Phil go first. <laughs> this is this is last week all over again. <laughs> oh yeah, so Phil, yeah, Phil's not even ready either. I didn't have my notes. No one's got the news. He was right. busy playing Angry Birds. That's not true. All right, so first up, um, well, there was the trailer for the new Pee-wee movie. And oh, yeah, the Pee-wee's Big yeah. Adventure Netflix movie. I'm yeah, excited yeah, for that. Very exciting. Pee-wee's Big Holiday. Yeah, I didn't watch that. Why not? I didn't even know they were making a new Pee-wee movie. See? He's still alive. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Absolutely. Paul Rubens, I thought he man. like He's died still... in jail or no. something. No, he never went to jail. He contracted hepatitis and died Listen. in jail, <laughs> cold and alone. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was a misdemeanor crime. Yeah, Let's be honest. He didn't do anything that would get him in prison. He, you know, he what, was what? jacking it up at a porn theater. Yeah, that's yeah, what that's, you I do thought that there. That was what you're supposed to do. Basically, I mean, well, I think it's like porn theater well, etiquette that you don't. Well, I've heard like there's etiquette. This, I thought well, it was bring your own tissues. Well, I've heard, and this is extremely like rumor based, but I've heard the the real reason why it was a scandal and and that he lost his show is because he hooked up with a dude in a theater. Cause he hooked what, up with a dude? Because oh. that's what those theaters used to be for, and that's what the problem was. Because it was. I thought that's what bathhouses were for. No, 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 no. Uh, well, that's what yes, gay clubs are for. I am apparently well, way well, out of the well, loop. Well, of course, uh, bathhouses work as well, but porn theaters, yeah, no, that used to happen as well. Um, I've, I've never visited a porn theater, so I'm... I, I know, know me neither. I'm, I'm speaking of legend. Um, yeah. And I guess that's Ignorant what... To the I mean, we have the internet now, so literally every room in your house can be a porn theater. I was going to say, like, everybody... Oh, I've never been to a porn theater I've never been to a public a public porn theater? Yeah. never been to a public well, they don't theater. really exist anymore so that's why isn't there still one on bluer no i think down. oh no yeah no the, like, the sign is still there it's like yeah. theater in the back but yeah. it's not of course active. it's in the back it's actually a youth youth group discuss the bible and whatnot <laughs> cleanse the venue yeah, with basically. the word of god yeah yeah, yeah exactly there's a lot the of demons and stains <laughs> well anyway um I was excited that Pee Wee's back. And yeah, not, you would I'm be excited. I'm not judgmental about his past. I think he's a good I don't fan. really care. No, about I, his I past. do too, dude. He, he, I mean, Matthew Broderick killed a person. He was you like, don't like well, yeah, that's true. He did. He but did, you, right? You don't like uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Pee Wee's Big Adventure is amazing. You know what? I don't think I've ever watched it. Oh well, dude. that's the problem. You can. Well, you can I, I did. Pretty sure it's on. It Netflix is on Netflix. Now. I just, I've never. It's not that I have avoided it. It's just, it's never something that really came up in my. Don't every every time I think like, oh, I'm gonna watch a show that I enjoyed as a youth and watch it again. I realize how. Awful. No, Pee a Big Adventure is fantastic. That was Tim Burton's first. Yeah, he movie. like and he directed fact, it to be like an adult it. movie. Yeah, basically. and, pa- and uh, Phil Hartman wrote it with okay. Paul Rubens. No, it's fantastic. I have nothing against it. I just it's never 
really crossed my path. It's just strange. It's just generationally. I would have figured you'd be. Yeah, no. It's it. some, when I was younger, uh, Pee Wee didn't appeal to me at all. Really, he's oh, like his Dumb and Dumber, just amplified, and it has nothing to do with Dumb and Dumber. No, it's but completely different. No, no, like that to yeah. me. No, it's the not the same kind of attitude. And the I funny thing is that a lot of really and, and, like, loud, people, people don't. It's surrealist, and also the design of Pee Wee's Playhouse strikes me as what you would design your house like if you were able to build a house bright colors <laughs> yeah. talking chairs yeah i really do i don't actually like everywhere. bright colors in my house i'm just telling you red you, red there's a lot of red in you the don't house. you don't know it yet but you like pb's big adventure a lot. Right. You Phil, I'm, immediately. I'm, you're, I'm sure you're aware you know that because uh, i didn't know this until like like years ago peewee had like a like a like a nightly show before Pee Wee's Playhouse. It was a stage show. Yeah, but yeah. it was more. It was like set up almost like a like a late show with like Conan, and I thought that was really no, interesting. No, 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 it wasn't a talk show. It was a live stage show. It was basically Pee Wee's Playhouse, but it was um, specifically for adults. Like that was the concept of it. it was yeah. Oh, I was gonna ask if it was oriented towards children it, or not. Well, I mean, like it's, <laughs> a late night stage show well, for I mean, children. That's not, uh... well, I mean, honestly, <laughs> like it it could play for kids. Like there was a little bit more in innuendo. Other than that, it was uh, Pee Wee's. Playhouse and it, it was on HBO. They filmed it. You can get it. It's really good. Yeah, I, I, I well, caught honestly, a bit of it like Pic on TV, and it was it was yeah. hilarious. It's good. Pixar movies have more innuendo in them. Yes, now they than do. Anything we watched as children, so that's because they know their target audience, and that's adults. Yeah. Or dirty, dirty children. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all the kids who went to go see Deadpool. All right. Next up, they're oh, so good. They're, they're I loved it. It was I know. so good. Uh, I haven't seen it, so no spoilers. Jordan. <laughs> I, I was busy watching My Little Pony this weekend, okay? I like Deadpool dies at the end, Jordan. Yep. And then he comes immediately back I had, to life. I had, of, <laughs> yeah. I had a lot of fun with Deadpool, but I don't. for what it was trying to do, I, I don't think it was What do you than, feel like it was trying to do? Uh, to be like a like self-conscious, self-parody yeah, parody of superhero, superhero movie. I don't think it was better than Kick-Ass. It was goofier than Kick-Ass. It was. And it was totally fun. Don't get me wrong. Like yeah. I, had a big, I had a lot of fun with it, but I don't think it actually... Like it's a dumb movie. I don't see it as a serious movie, whereas way. I see I see Kickass yeah. way more seriously. Yeah, but Kickass was as goofy. It just actually like had some stuff yeah. to say, whereas uh, Deadpool was more like, "Hey, aren't superhero movies dumb? Well, we're I, doing it anyway." I, I, I love Deadpool, <laughs> so, and that's and that's fine. Like I t I totally got so a it took kick like the parody it. like game approach to I, like it was parody. the difference between parody and satire. Like I think Kickass. Whole thing. I just like, think a lot of people were prepped for it to be terrible and came out like, "Wow, that was actually yeah, pretty funny." It made me laugh. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Fun. Yeah, super fun. I went in with reservations because I'm a fan of both the character and Ryan Reynolds. And despite how Wolverine levels of overexposure <laughs> oh, he's gotten over that. the last like five years, yeah. like I came out and I was wow, that was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it was a good time. And there were no children at my showing, which was cool. yeah, that's what I did. 19 plus theater. Woo. Yeah. Also, um, yeah, like as a result of uh, while we're talking Deadpool, um, there are a couple Deadpool-related stories I have here. Uh, first up, as a result of Deadpool being so successful, uh, the third and final Wolverine movie is now going to be rated R, for sure. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Finally. Totally cool. Yeah, and if they do the old man uh, Logan uh, storyline, that means... Let's, get, let's some get some X-Force Logan going on. Crazy stuff. Um, and then the other thing is, um, I was reading an interview with the Deadpool screenwriters this week, and uh, it's a couple fun things. Uh, first, they said uh, the main reason why they only had the two... Uh, uh, small X-Men characters wasn't as 
they made the joke in the movie that it was only the studio can afford because obviously Fox owns the right to yeah. all X-Men. They can do whatever. The problem is that the X-Men mythology is so tangled now that no one can decide what current day X-Men look like. They don't know oh, if it's Patrick Stewart Oh, because of anymore. like Days of Future <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, like yeah. no one's figured that out yet. So at the moment, all they could do was Colossus and someone they've never <laughs> seen before. And then, like, yeah, Colossus is pretty easy. And then paint him silver. Totally. Done. And then they're hoping by the time they do a ne- next Deadpool movie, they'll know what the new current X-Men lineup is going to be and then oh they can use yeah. it. That makes sense because the only thing I was wondering, like Colossus went from when they did X2 like a teenager to this like 45 year old Russian yeah, exactly. guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he's he's Russian, Mel. They age very quickly. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's all that vodka. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Times are tough over and there. Yeah. So. And there's also the Days of Future Past, that weird uh, like Star Trek uh, reboot. Like reboot. Area, yeah, where yeah, like so it's, it's an like, alternate uh, timeline so we don't know what yeah. is what isn't changed. Blah, blah, but blah. It's, it's so anyway, that's that. And then the other thing they asked, which will probably is uh, because obviously they want to Fox wants to cross-pollinate and make Deadpool part of the X-Men universe, and they asked if that yeah, would be... Yeah, because they're going to make tons of money. Totally, and they asked if that would be a challenge since, like, they designed Deadpool to be so specifically R-rated, and they said they figured they'd get away with it because of the idea, the concept that Deadpool is so self-conscious. They could have jokes where he was saying, you know, th- I would normally say, I would normally make a joke about this, but this movie's rated PG-13, yeah. so I can't comment on that. <laughs> but they it, could it have, like, censored things. It gives them a lot of leeway with his, the fourth wall totally, breaking. Yeah. Yeah. They can, like, yeah. They could have censored bars on his mouth and things like that and play games with that, and they were actually excited to try and do it. See, I would, I would love that. That would be okay. Like I'd that be okay with that. They're holding hands. This is great. Deadpool mm-hmm. and X-Men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Imagine And I also read, like, uh, sort of the fan fiction-y idea where in the second movie they would show him participating in the background of all like famous X-Men and Marvel movie scenes. <laughs> oh, like he was there the whole time but nobody saw him kind of oh, thing. That'd oh that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, that'd be really clever. Uh, next up while well, we're talking about superhero movies, um, I, I don't think unrelated to the success of Deadpool, apparently um, uh, Warner Brothers is getting very, very nervous about uh, Batman versus Superman. I wonder oh, why. Yeah, yeah, big surprise. Well, like, apparently, the test screenings are not going particularly I'm well. I'm sorry. Well, I gotta tell you, up until that last trailer, the most recent one, the one before that, uh, mm-hmm. that showed Doomsday and everything, yeah. like completely killed my hype for oh, the yeah, movie. Oh, yeah, I'm not yeah. excited about oh, it yeah, at all. Oh, yeah, the new trailer, I don't trust because I feel like it's been constructed specifically oh, yeah. to try no, and... It's like, well, because everything That's going to be like the intro on, yeah. scene of the yeah. movie and then we're never going to see like a moment like that again. It's yeah. going to be an awful Like, movie. oh, by the way, Batman is super badass in this. Don't worry about all the other shit that we showed yeah. you. Batman yeah. is cool. Don't so, worry. So apparently, like, <laughs> it's gotten right. to the point now where... They should just stop and well, redo no, it. Well, that's the thing is, like, according to their plan, they should be shooting Justice League right now, but it's currently on hold until they find out Good. about Batman versus because Superman you know does. what they were they're making bad movie decisions. Oh yeah, no, oh, yeah. And they and the problem was their movie decisions were supposed to stretch out for eight years. So now okay. everyone's panicking and they may and Good. they're not sure if they're gonna like follow through with this whole thing. And well, I mean, we say that, but, no, but the thing as is, I said before. The fact that it's called Batman vs Superman means that it will make a billion dollars. Like it doesn't yeah. oh, matter. Yeah. It's going to but be. But they successful. might at least think about not making crappy movies in the future. Well, I mean, <laughs> don't give them too much credit I mean, here. Yeah, I mean, I would hope that they. I mean, we have two crappy movies lined up. Maybe they'll kind of stop after mm-hmm. that and make good movies. Yeah, I don't know. Integrated into their cinematic universe way, Marvel. Well, because the problem is, and I think like I've said this before, it's that it feels like Warner Brothers is trying to get on the Marvel train, but oh, it absolutely. left the station like five years ago. Yeah, like, and, yeah. They're also not, like, in uh, Deadpool, they cast uh, the girl that was with Colossus. What actress is that? Does anybody even know who she is? But she did a good no, job. I think that that was great. I prefer... Yeah, well, that's what I think that I DC know. needs to do instead of picking big names. Totally. Because like, uh, w- didn't they just pick Wonder Woman because she's a popular model? Something no, like that. Yeah. 
Well, and you yeah, don't see don't Bruce Wayne. You're like, oh, that's yeah. Ben Affleck. Well, I don't think it's a coincidence that we haven't actually seen Gail Godot say any dialogue yeah. as Wonder Woman. Yeah, she had like one line. Awful. Yeah, because she's not a very good actress. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I so I'm just. But they didn't even cast like a proper that. model that was like at least like a six that's foot tall leggy the, chick. Well, no, girl, and that's what a lot of people were complaining from about. Deadpool, like Wonder Woman was helping Ajax slash Francis would have been perfect for Wonder Woman. She was huge. Yeah, that's true. That's oh, that's the thing the, too. Um, you really did need like yeah. a buff, like well, Amazonian-looking Amazon, woman. Not a runway a, model. Yeah. yeah. Loosely locked. Like she's going toe to toe with Superman. She can't be like 120 pounds. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. she will be 100. She looks like she can be destroyed by a faint gust of wind. But I mean, yeah. that's the whole no, thing, right? Yeah. She's, she's all fly across yeah. the map. She's an Amazon, yeah, right? She's she way, can, way it's, too like, it's like Jessica Jones. She can lift up a car, sort of, but she's a tiny little thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two started shooting this week. Woo! Yeah, and I saw like a yep. little like poster. They announced for it. that. Uh, yeah, I saw the poster that, with little baby uh, Groot on the shoulder. Um, what? Oh, he's supposed good. to play. Um, yeah, his dad, I'm, right? So, right. um, so anyway, yeah, We're Guardian back. of the yeah. Galaxy two, well, and they announced that Kurt Russell is going to be part of it, which is just Kurt exciting Russell? in general that he's back. Yeah, and also How given that it's that guy? the movie supposed to be about um, uh, Quinn's father, I think it's safe to say that uh, he's going to be. Yeah. Oh, I thought they had said that even yeah. after the first movie released that they were at least the rumor mill that Kurt yeah, Russell yeah. would be well, playing his dad. Like, it has to be about his dad because that's all they talk about. Yeah. But Kurt Russell, how old is Feels Kurt about Russell? Right. I don't know, like in his fifties, early sixties. Oh no, no, he's at least yeah, in his sixties, man. Right? Like Escape from New York came out in the seventies. Came so. out in eighty one. Yeah. Oh, did it? My mistake. Yeah, yeah. Probably still felt like the it's 70s. still in there, and but he was like way younger than he looked in Escape from New York because he was essentially at that point uh, a child star, um, and they bearded him up to make him look like a man. <laughs> oh, I didn't well, know yeah. that. No, he was a Disney Although, contract player yeah. in the seventies. He was in movies with about like. Well, I heard cars like one stuff. of the last things that Walt Disney had written down when he died was Kurt Russell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just wrote. Bury me of paper. with Kurt Russell, Rosebud. <laughs> So Kurt Russell obviously killed oh. Walt Disney. Oh, I, I think is what we were all. Did he write in blood on his like sheets? Have you guys seen Phil? Have you seen Bone Tomahawk? Uh, I haven't seen it yet. It didn't come out in uh, Canada, so I was waiting for it to see it in a theater, and now I'm finally admitting defeat and uh, <laughs> see it digitally. It was uh, it was a lot of fun yeah, for sure. Fun's not the word I've heard before, but it's <laughs> oh no, it was it was gruesome yeah, yeah. as hell. But like, yeah, it's Kurt Russell being like a. Western badass oh, yeah, no, sheriff. Like, it sounds fantastic. Um, yeah, it sounds like it'd be a good double bill with Ravenous. Good cannibal westerns. Oh, it's funny. I was talking to my girlfriend today. She's watching, oh, what the hell, Once Upon a Time or something, and Robert Carlyle's in it, which blew my mind because I thought he was better like than being on such <laughs> like a cable-y, network-y, crappy I TV know, show. But then I started talking about Ravenous because that's like one of my all-time favorite yeah. movies. Well, unfortunately, he's got such a thick Scottish accent that he never really got much of a chance outside of, you know, just playing generic baddies and stuff like yeah. that. And All right. What's but yeah, next? he's a great guy. All right. Next up. Uh, See, I like Kurt Russell in movies like Overboard. Captain Captain Ron. Captain Ron. Captain Ron. Are you I love Captain Ron. <laughs> that's that's like that was a huge movie for me when I was a kid. Yeah, I loved him in that. 
pulling out his fake yeah, eye. I love all the Carpenter ones. I also loved used cars. Have any of you guys seen used cars? No. Oh, no. it's so good. He plays a sleazy used car uh, dealer. It's one of Robert Zemeckis' first movie right before Back to the Future. And it's super oh, okay. dark and messed Jordan, up. Jordan, stop playing it's videos. A good time. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, uh, next up, uh, Adam McKay has been doing a bunch of interviews because he's uh, nominated for Best Why do I know that name? Big Short. He's the guy that did Anchor, director of Anchorman and. Uh, oh. Oh, he did, Step Big Brothers, Short. he did Big Short. Oh, yes, yeah, so he's been doing interviews, and he also was one of the writers oh. on Ant Man, and uh, he confirmed that he'll be back for Ant Man too. I like Ant Man. Cool. Don't like one or uh, Step Brothers or uh, I know really? we talked I about like that Step before. Brothers. Yeah. They lack well, the lightning quick wit of Adam Sandler, so yes, you're not they do. on board. Yeah. <laughs> they really do. Sure. Um, but the Big Short is quite a step in a different direction At least Adam than Sandler his previous catalog. Tries to do variety. Yeah, Will really Ferrell just plays Will Ferrell yeah, every single time. Oh, yeah, because Adam, oh, yeah, Adam Sandler has and stuff? A, has At least he tried. <laughs> yeah, 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 because that was really a big stretch from Adam Sandler. There's, there was a there's, lot of have you seen Spanglish? And, yeah, I've it's seen It's way Spanglish. different than Billy Madison. But he's, based, but he's still playing Adam Sandler. Yeah. I'd say the only movie that he maybe steps out of his comfort zone is maybe, what was it, Lost in Translation or whatever the hell that movie was called? Punch Drunk Punch Drunk Love. That's what I wanted to say. Punch Drunk Love. Yeah. Way out of different it's than Will Ferrell playing Will Ferrell. Funny people is Adam Sandler showing what his real life is probably. Yeah, I mean, like, like I think he's good in both those movies, but he's not. There wasn't a moment where I was like, "Wait a minute, who's that?" <laughs> oh, hey, it's Adam Sandler. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. that's all I'm saying. Definitely. Yeah, and, and Will Ferrell has done some more straightforward stuff, and he's pretty good. Like I said, why fix? But I actually like. I, I realize why people hate Will Ferrell, but he he's one of those people well, that like no matter what he does, I I liked him, and then Check he just kept playing Will Ferrell. Check him on the talk show yeah, racket. He's amazing. I don't understand how you have that problem with Will Ferrell, not Adam Sandler. I don't like all of Adam Sandler stuff either. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's fine. I never said um, I did. She just thinks that Adam Sandler is clearly a better comedian yeah, than, than Will, Will Ferrell. Ferrell. Which I, just I don't think either of <laughs> them are good comedians to start with. Both of them are. If I'm gonna pick a good comedian, I pick Jim Carrey. Thank you. Oh, yeah, because Jim Carrey really, like, delved a lot deeper. That's just that. nostalgia for me, though. I've yeah, loved yeah. Jim Carrey for, like, the last 20 years. I know. Years. I like him, too. Jim Carrey d- did flex and a lot He did, yeah. I'm sorry. The Truman Show was a pretty good flex. Oh, yeah, no, he's done more dramatic stuff, too. I'm just saying, like, if we're talking about comedians, like, w- Jim Carrey's comedy is not, like, Did Jim Carrey ever do you know stand-up? I don't yeah. think I've ever seen it's him. It's not yeah. very cerebral. No, it's not. No, definitely not. Unless you're watching Eternal Sunshine of Spotless Mind. Oh, yeah, no, totally. That's great and everything. But that's, you know, that's barely a comedy. I'm just saying, like, if you're going to make a grand statement, like, okay, no, I agree i'm above will ferrell and adam sandler i no, actually I just, like jim carrey movies. no no just <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> yeah. jim carrey is a nostalgic thing no i get it me too i like them too I'm i didn't saying. like plus jim jim carrey's an anti-vaxxer and that just like, he's hilarious man no but he's yeah you know what's crazy. not you know what's hilarious not vaccinating your kids mel <laughs> hilarious <laughs> well that's a <laughs> all right so anyway i have yeah, other kids that you can kill with your anti-vaxxed kids i don't care all right, and uh, in a continuation of the sort of like uh, Deadpool making all sorts of money and, and R-rated superheroes not being viable, uh, Todd McFarlane announced that he's written a script for Spawn and he wants. Yeah, of to course, nice. Yeah. Like <laughs> that fills me with hope. I don't know, man. I I I loved Spawn when I was like thirteen in the nineties, um, but I don't know how viable that's going to be for. If they like, make it super nineties and really like I gritty mean, and like over the yeah. top in I, a kind of like like. Like comedic way, like look how ridiculous the comics used to be. Yeah, but Spawn I think like, could be good. peaked at that animated series. Yeah. Like that was incredible. Oh yeah. oh yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's viable as a property. I just if 
anyone were going to write a Spawn movie, I would actually prefer it not be Todd McFarlane. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> like, if he wants to draw it, that's great. He should. That'd be fantastic. But yeah. that's I've never I've never I've never been like Todd Todd McFarlane. What an underrated writer. He needs to write more. No, no, <laughs> no never. Never, never really hit my mind. But, and honestly, I think Capullo did a way better job drawing Spawn anyway. But I'm a huge fan. Oh of yeah, Capullo's fantastic. Uh, his Batman stuff's been incredible. Oh, absolutely. The guy does dark, brooding, big capes better than any artist. Sure. Didn't McFarlane pen some of like the most like universally loathed Batmans also or something? Uh, Spider Man. Was he did Spider Man? Yeah. And yeah. Then... Yeah. Yeah. That in yeah when he when as an artist was like, that he, the whole po- like as arc... an artist his influence on Spider Man can't be overstated. Yeah. Like, he created he created like basically oh absolutely you know Spider Man he, he gave Venom us spaghetti webbing so like, yeah totally That's enough. Uh, but as but yeah when they let him write got rough didn't he do the thing where like uh norman osborne seduces gwen or something like that or was that someone else no that was like i don't think that was mcfarland oh, okay was on uh yeah was on spider-man um anywho yeah i mean his stuff you can't really point to any stories because no one remembers <laughs> um but um and then finally uh the great roger corman who's now 89 uh, is going to direct uh, Death Race 2050. He's making a sequel to Death Race, a movie that he did not direct in the first place. I mm. love Death Race. <laughs> I love Death Race as well. Not the one with Jason Statham. Like, yeah, no, I was going to say, because the one with Jason okay. Statham was pretty meh. I enjoyed both the one with um, Stallone and... It was Stallone, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. Stallone. I, yeah. I enjoyed yeah. both David of them Carradine. quite a oh, yeah, bit. Yeah, I actually don't dis- despise oh, the remake. Stallone just slaps a woman in the middle. <laughs> I know, it's so ridiculous. The whole thing's just absurd. It's, it's, oh I mean, it's a God. comedy. It's a slapstick comedy. But, uh, but yeah. I, I really did enjoy the one with Jason Statham as well. I did not enjoy the sequels. That, actually, the second one wasn't horrible. The third one was just trash. I didn't watch any of the sequels. I didn't even know they made a second one. I, I, I they didn't did. Watch any of the sequels. I, I followed the them one. quite a bit because yeah. they're like, it's, it's Mario Kart in real life. Yeah. It's adult Mario Kart. Yeah, it is. It, it is, totally yeah. is. Yeah, I've always loved Death Race 2000, and I'm excited to see it. It's weird. It's just odd to me that it's Roger Corman, because, like I said, like he like he produced the first one. Well, he, it's he, he had a it. hand in it, though. Yeah, so. he did, for sure. And it's just it's fun to think he's still making stuff at 90, because um, he's... Maybe he's lost half his Marvel, so it'd be even crazier than the another one. No, he's pretty together, but he's also, you know, he, his, his motto is as much sex and violence as he can, so... So, yeah, instead of, like, putting old people out in the street, it'll be just babies lying on the yeah, middle yeah, of the street. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can only help. We can only help. All right, and that's it for me for news stories. Did you Bang. find anything? Yeah, yeah, I got a few things. Okay. It's, been, uh, it's been a slow news day in terms of, like, interesting Slow news war. week? Mm-hmm. Or uh, interesting things to talk about. So, um, Phil, I was, really, yeah. I was really sad because on the weekend I saw this thing that was about how one some guy from, like, Sony mm. sort of, like, inadvertently leaked quote unquote that they were going to develop a crash bandicoot game and i wanted to call oh. you like oh, right yeah, away yeah, yeah, yeah. so wait, turns yeah, out i saw that too. turns yeah. out it was wrong he yeah. sort of was like he like misrepresented the company or like what he was saying essentially was it sony because there's also a guy like who a was making fair. NECA. yeah, yeah basically the, that's the what NECA he was yeah, people yeah, yeah, yeah. did it that's sort of what happened it's is toy that fair, yeah. he said that they were doing it or something is like, it, oh yeah they're bringing back because they were showing off sony's toys that they're doing yeah i think they're doing like a doing god of war uncharted official thing is that they're like doing they're gonna do like crash toys or something but like they you know he the way he sort of made it sound was that he said um, he exactly said they're bringing crash bandicoot back. yeah so he sort of so technically if they're doing toys it's still kind of bringing him back unless unless he unless they are doing it and that was like a slip and they're trying to sweep it under the rug quickly i'd imagine they're waiting till e3 to announce it that would be humongous i really do think that they are doing it and that guy just 
maybe just His slipped it out and yeah. So we can keep. Well, Naughty Dog's got to have a hell of a lot on their plate right now, anyway. Well, they don't own uh, Crash anymore. Oh, I Activision oh. owns it now. I thought, yeah, I didn't realize that. Oh, either. I didn't know that. Our uh, our editor sort of uh, gave that to us. So, uh, so that's that. So we can uh, maybe. Keep an eye out for a new Crash Bandicoot game. Mm-hmm. I know, I know They're at least making toys if, if the guy yeah. said it. Like, Which would be cool. I'd buy a Crash toy. Any of them making toys, that would be a way to test yeah. the market. To see He's behind the scenes, so he, they're probably at least making the toys. Um, or he wouldn't Phil, have said anything. That thing. <laughs> I think you're turning the volume up <laughs> yeah, like crazy. Yeah, I was You a-hole. You just wanted Quinn to get all excited and shout in my ear. That's why you're taking your headphones off. I've been doing that for about 20 minutes. I wanted to see how long it would take before yeah. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> son of a bee. Anyway, so yeah. uh, apparently Knack 2 is also in development, and who cares, because Knack 1 was a piece of garbage tech demo that was garbage. Yeah. So that's great. Yeah. Um, also, uh, there was this thing about uh, like a Ubisoft uh, outline that came out. Am I allowed to talk about yeah. this? Can I talk about that? Okay, yeah. Basically, uh, outlines their plans for like 2016, how to make money. They're talking about... Um, Expanding into like toys and movies, uh, Rayman or Raving Rabbids movie, uh, Rainbow Six, I think, is getting a movie. Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs. We How all know Rainbow Assassin's Creed. not had a movie yet. I don't know. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. You, know like, what, you know what I had a hankering to play, actually? The, the, the first Rainbow Six on the I N64. love I got that for Christmas. Oh, like, man. 96 or ni- whenever the hell the game came out. And, like, what a great. Oh, the friggin' oh, manual came with like, like 20 pages from the novel. Yeah. Like, it was huge. <laughs> Um, it was it was a good read <laughs> before you jumped into that hot action game. Um, yeah, and they were like, you know, apparently they're talking about doing a theme park too because you know Nintendo's doing it, so we gotta you know follow what they're doing or follow the trends. Well, it's gonna be Assassin's Creed. That's what I said. What? It's only gonna be two rides: Assassin's Creed and and something Ubisoft or something uh, Ray, uh, Tom Clancy related. <laughs> And plus, all their rides are going to look really amazing in the commercials, and you're going to get there. And <laughs> and you're going to fall dead. through the. Yeah. Th- yeah. You're going to fall through the rails. <laughs> <laughs> gonna, it's going to stop for a second. A guy with no face is just going to show up. <laughs> they're going to make you like th- you're going to get on. You're going to get on the ride, and then they're going to like make you pay for the rest of it. And yeah. go halfway. <laughs> It'll stop right as you're about to drop, and be like, to access this content, you need please to sign into you play. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. We riff on them, but we love them. <laughs> um, in other better gaming news, it seems IO. I've been really on the Hitman train lately because uh, the next release seems to be basically a new Blood Bunny, which is totally cool. With An me. episodic Blood Bunny that's going to be online only Blood or some Bunny? crap I like that. We were crossing over well, the vibe as in Hitman. Blood it's Bunny. just um, I've been paying attention. I, like I tried to get into the beta, but I couldn't. But everybody I've been talking to about it says like it's it's just exactly what everybody wanted minus like the episodic thing i'm really i'm not a huge fan of because i hate does that mean you want to review it quinn oh yeah yeah thanks for uh, i saw you saw that and i got no response i saw it i was like i have to i make note of things i was like okay that i would i would love to and they have a whole bunch of new modes which sound really cool um they're bringing back the contracts mode which is sweet um escalation mode where you'll do the same mission, but each time it adds new difficulty elements. Like, uh, for instance, first stage you have to kill somebody with a sword, and then you do it again, but you have to kill them with a sword while dressed as a waiter and no security footage, and boom, boom, boom. Because Hitman games are all about just replaying the same level different ways each time, which is what I loved about Blood Money. So I'm pretty excited for that. 
I'm I'm excited, but I'm like I'm hesitant because well, like, no, absolutely. I can kind of see was... the way Square Enix is trying to like get their claws into it. And yeah, but and Absolution into, was like... garbage, and they said the same thing about how great it was going to be in a you know taking it back to the core elements of the Hitman franchise and blah blah blah. So. Yeah, all that boilerplate. Basically, you can't trust anything a gaming company says before the game comes out. No. If we haven't it's... learned that lesson in the last it's twenty years, especially Square Enix. Yeah. I know they're they're not the greatest. Yeah, I know Kingdom Hearts three is probably gonna be episodic. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I I don't even doubt it a little bit. It's no. gonna be episodic. Oh, 100%. my sister's gonna weep. I'm gonna <laughs> weep too. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts. Like she she's not a big game player, but she's probably put like two hundred hours into Kingdom Hearts over the years. Nice. Finding Which... all the Dalmatians. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Gotta get that Ultima weapon, girl. <laughs> my buddy I, I had a buddy who actually played it until it broke like he he ran out the played disc it, it was broke. yeah he, he played the disc was unplayable because he played it i think yeah he had something like 200 plus hours logged into it but i did the got, same like, thing with new everything. vegas but i mean really i'm gonna do that to plants vs zombies probably yeah just burn out the disc i'm already 13 hours or more than 13 hours into the second one and it's not even released yet yeah. <laughs> i mean i got i got one little uh, that thing that i because i just saw it now on the thing and on the website, and I remembered it. Uh, was this Sega's giving away free games on this Make oh, yeah, free War game. Not oh, Love yeah, I heard about website? That. Yeah, they gave away. Uh, I picked free, up Jet right? Set Radio, uh, Sega Collections, uh, Golden Axe, and some other game. Uh, was it uh, Hell Yeah or something? And then I just picked up uh, Condemned Criminal Origins today. And apparently they're giving way more like it's as the week progresses. Right? Uh, you go to the website Make War Not Love, and you like get it from there, and you get like a code. They'll they'll email you a code to get it on Steam. Yeah, oh, uh, they Steam. must have a deal. Like Bjorty, I was sending you pictures when I was on that Polish airline, and they had like all the old Sonic games. Oh my god, that was amazing. Oh, dude, it made a nine-hour flight way more fun. Well, yeah. well, you got to play games on the airplane yeah, that they so provided? Yeah, so we flew uh, with LOT, Polish Airlines, and they have controllers that pop out of the seats, and you can play, like, uh, <gasps> I played Sonic, they had Tetris. Thing? Yeah, it was oh, great. super cool. That sounds awesome. Was it, like, a, it was like an emulator, or was it, like, a, like a legit, like... It was totally an emulator, and there was... <laughs> they have cartridges in the overhead storage. That would be amazing. Come on, pull, dude, like, it's a Polish selection. airline. It's yeah. not going to be like... <laughs> you ask the stewardess, can I they get the box of the internet, okay? Take it easy. Yeah, um, and there was definitely the some lag, but it... Oh, man, uh, being able to play old video games on a flight makes it so much better than watching movies that came out three years ago. I would have just brought my Game Boy. Bloody oh, for I you. Like look at me. Yeah, what you don't? Well, I do like handhelds. Th- yes, shut up, Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I need a couch to play video games. Yeah, properly. you can play a, a handheld on a couch. You can actually lie down and not have to like oh, ble- face you, a direction. You don't have to walk around and run with them. My mistake. No, exactly, man. You're not. This ain't no Nintendo Wii. <laughs> oh, and honestly, just found out. I thought Dark Souls Three was coming out in March. Obviously, I haven't been paying enough attention. Found out it comes out mid-April. I was crushed. Comes out on my birthday. Crush. Happy birthday, Jordan. Yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah, I was Jordan. excited about that. I broke that. I wrote that story when I found out that it came out on my birthday. I was like, ooh. Oh, that was like my whole mid-March plan. Was I know, just dude, to sorry. hold yeah, up and waiting. play Dark Souls, but 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 now y'all know what to get me for my birthday. Yeah. Hint, hint. Yeah. Nothing. You piece of shit. (laughs) You're right. I got you, buddy. That's all I need. I'll give you a tutorial if you're as good at that as you are at Bloodborne. Oh, dude. You've seen my Bloodborne skills. Don't even talk. That's why I made that comment. You just don't want me to level up past you so I can beat you in hand-to-hand combat. 
Oh, and I'm not and sure if I should submit cry. my Witcher rant or yet. I, like, I read it again oh, today. Oh, do it. Brendan has do said, uh, has Quinn submitted that Witcher rant? It's really good, so I think you should submit it. Oh, fill the, really? fill the lovely okay. people in on your thoughts about Witcher 3, please. Um, I have the, a lot of thoughts listeners. about the Witcher 3, and you can read my article. How long do give we us, have? Give us the right gist up. of it. Uh, it's It should not have won Game of the Year is the gist of my article. Um, I think it is a good game. It's a solid game. It is a C plus and a seven out of ten. It is no way game of the year. And with all the I'd other it titles it was competing against, it blows my mind that basically each individual aspect is not very good, and that should not be rolled into one big ball and people go, "Wow, it's amazing!" because it tried all these things and wasn't good at any of them. Synergy, man. It's so it's the parts basically make it stronger it's, than the whole. It's Quinn yelling at his own outlet. Yeah. More or less. Well, I told Jordan that the only reason I the only reason I wrote the article is I just needed some catharsis for the game. Like I, every time I played it, I was like, "Oh, I got it. I just have to let it out. I have to vent." So I don't know, man. I did not have that big of a problem with it. I didn't have a big a problem. It's again, it's the whole hipster thing. Like this thing's popular, so now I hate it. Oh, that's, yeah, that's Wait, you're the one who sported the man bun when it was popular. Oh, He's still sporting a man bun. No, no, no. I'm I'm going for the Viking braid soon. Oh, oh, okay. Wait, isn't that the new thing, too? I, <laughs> Phil's I, shaking his head. I, read, I, I did read that man braids were the new hot thing. Well, I'm oh. going to see Am and Amarth in Vancouver in May, so I have to have a Viking braid for that concert. Cause, oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Phil's still shaking he's, his head. He's growing his hair just for concerts at this point. Mm-hmm. People are going like, to think you're a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's not like a mullet rat tail. Like it's, it's a, anyways, but yeah, that's fair. It's, it's a Viking straight brain. up Viking. Yeah, no, it's the cool male brain. Yeah, it's yeah. Cool <laughs> yeah. yeah and I'll be drunk on mead, so it'll be cool. <laughs> he has he has the facial hair for it, so mm-hmm. I do. I feel like I have a big oh, beard that helps. Oh, yeah, I don't yep. think so. But I only I grow mean, the just beard. You gotta see him. I'm telling you, you gotta see his face, and you'll understand. Mm-hmm. I only grow the beard because apparently, as I discovered after years of having a beard and shaving it, I have zero jawline. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's like, so you're just shaping yeah. your face. That's with why your you beard? have to grow yeah. a beard. No, I like Kristen only ever knew me with the beard, and I shaved it after we came back from Iceland. And she opened the door, looked at me, and then shut the door and was like, "I can't. <laughs> I don't even know who you are." It's like, oh, I look like a prepubescent somebody like halfway through transitioning to a female. It was awful. <laughs> that's the best description of a person. So, anyways, I'm back with the beard now. I'm sticking with it until I die. I think. <laughs> yeah, me too. Well, you're I'm Italian. You can grow a beard like overnight. I grew it on the way flying. over here, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I grew yeah. it on the subway. I don't want the ability to grow a beard. Thank you. Well, Mel, I think you can grow, you can grow a dainty yeah. little mustache. <laughs> dainty little mu- mutton chops. That's what I want. Nice. No, thank you. Not good. Do it with <laughs> so, Mel, what have you been playing this week? Well, you it's pretty much the same thing I talked about a couple weeks ago because I just actually reviewed Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2, oh, yeah, that's all which I did playing. talk about on the podcast a while ago, except this time I got to do a single player campaign, which. Uh, isn't overly involved, and it's a lot of defending your garden or your graveyard, so it's not very different than the first one, except it's in quest form this time, and you get to play with AI for money. But it's kind of repetitive that way, but it is nice to have a solo campaign in Garden Warfare, although no one's going to play it. They're all going to go on for it's multiplayer. A toward, I've never played it. It's a geared towards multiplayer game. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very much so. So I don't know if the solo campaign is necessarily needed, 
Why are you guys giggling at me? No reason. I keep adjusting Jordan's uh, <laughs> volume on his headphones. Why did we put the volume <laughs> controls near Phil? You shouldn't. Phil fiddles with anything you put in front of him. Here, Phil. You guys are like <laughs> cutting out right now. Yeah. Sorry, bro. <laughs> That's okay. It's fine. Yes. It'll be fine on our end. But you can read my full review on cgmagonline.com. Phil, you been playing anything? Uh, nope. He's been playing Avoid Mel on Valentine's Day. That's right. Aww. Hey, <laughs> I haven't been playing anything either, but I got back into Xenoblade. I kind of like started from the beginning and made like more progress in a weekend than I did like for like the th three months that I've had it. So <sighs> it I kind of substituted my uh, my Valentine's weekend because I didn't get to see my girlfriend with uh, ingesting substances and watching a bunch of My Little Pony. So did none of us hang out with? Anybody of romantic importance yeah, no. to us? Well, my girlfriend well, was sick, so I didn't get to see her. I did, but I'm, I'm screwed because Kristen and I, our first date was supposed to be on Valentine's Day originally, but I ditched her. So, <laughs> so our first date ended... So she kept bringing it up all yeah, night. So our first date ended up being on the 15th, so now I get dinged two days in a row. I get Valentine's Day and the very <laughs> oh. next day's anniversary, so it's like... But just roll it into one. No, dude. I just I bought her a shit ton of candy and that keeps her happy. Oh, well, that's yeah. good. Oh, that's easy. That's basically yeah, that's kind of what I, that's what I did. And then we went out to got, dinner I, and stuff the next night. But yeah, I got two fun dips and I sat down with the saccharine goodness of My Little Pony. It was a good season. I gotta say, you're still watching off that, really eh? Good. He, it, dude, he's it wearing a hoodie off, right now. It started oh, off no, awesome. Okay, no, I'm telling you. Here, First Patty, episode into the in new season place. starts off with like some invasion of the body snatchers I, thing, I know, where like they go to this town and everyone's all weird and smiling and 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 acting really super happy, and no one's like it, it's it's in in any other context, you'd look at it and go, that's a good idea for a for a show. I and can then, assure you, there's never been any time of then, invasion of the body snatchers and been like, hmm, wish there were ponies. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if it was the other way around, you would have been like. This is pretty interesting. <laughs> Just the fact that there's ponies in it, that suddenly it's like, oh, that's stupid. I, Quinn, if you can, check your Facebook chat. And uh, and the Cutie Mark Crusaders finally got their Cutie Marks. That was really, uh, that really made me happy. It was a good episode. Um, yeah, no, all, all in all, good season. Lots of good, uh, lots of good songs. They did a little L L like L.A. Noir mystery episode that was really good with uh, with Rarity. It's like my third favorite character, so I was pretty happy with that. I love like and uh, I, but I like I love I'm, and I hate. I'm, the I'm, fact I'm excited. That I'm excited you, for the next you season. Have to qualify that name drop as oh but my third favorite character well yeah because pinkie pie is my first fluttershy is my second like, rarity is my third she's the most sassy you don't know what you're talking about the viewers will know okay i'm i'm the not sure they will, will. Dude, I, they I like will death know. metal and dark souls my little pony is yeah, like, not yeah i like i like death metal and dark souls like, and my little pony so when, I, when, I cover a when broad 75 range percent of the table has no clue what you're talking about most likely 75 75 percent of the audience will know They'll well, write not in. know. Leave a comment and let us know who's your favorite pony. It's it's Pinkie Pie, obviously. All right. If you say Rainbow Dash, I will cut you Rainbow in the jaw. Dash. I don't even know what that means, but I'm saying it. Just, I'm going to come over there and you. cut you, Quinn. I know you said this like last year, too. You're like, you know, Rainbow Dash is the best. Is no, she's not. <laughs> Overrated. Is there one with wings? I'll go with yeah, that that's, one. Yeah, uh, there's two. There's Rainbow Dash and there's Fluttershy. Fluttershy is my second favorite. Then I'll go with Rainbow she's Dash because so, like, you yeah. seem very yeah. so, like, exactly. That's the point. She's so timid and cute, but then they give her like really like good episodes where she just like comes out of her shell and acts like a total badass, and she's I, hilarious in those. All right. Well, okay, I have yeah, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Thank you. I also started watching Venture Brothers again. Oh, so. amazing. New season's right. really good, too. But um, <laughs> what's up with the Nintendo NX? I know nothing about it. Enlighten me. 
They're gonna bring it up at E3. Don't worry about it. Yeah, but E3 is. Like we gotta get into Phil's movie oh, reviews. Okay, Phil. yeah. Quinn, we'll talk oh, about right, the NEX. We'll talk about the NX on our personal I time. I thought that you, uh, you, you watched the movies. You didn't watched you? all movies. Yeah. Oh, you watched yeah. the Witcher. Oh, Phil! Oh, oh, yeah. oh my God! Like I'm so, so, <laughs> so, 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 so amped. I haven't been to Sam for a scary movie in like years. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. I, I like I saw it back in September at uh, Film Festival and then saw it again, um, and it really held up. So yeah, it's. Um, I'm gonna check ticket times right now. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it's set in 17th century yep. New England, and uh, sort of around the time of the Sarah Witch Trial, it's about a family that are so religious they get kicked out of their religious community. Gee, um, that's super religious, yeah, especially right. in like Puritan. So, colony especially area. in the yeah. Puritan era, for sure. Yeah, so they end up in a super creepy cabin in the woods. Uh, cabin in the woods are never good. As soonly, almost as soon as they, <laughs> and it's a test. And then yeah, it's almost as of tests. soon as they move in, the infant from the family is taken by a what can only be described as a withered old hag and a witch, <laughs> the titular witch. Yeah, and sacrificed. <laughs> oh, and like this is like instantly, so this isn't really like oh, like, it's like first like two minutes of yeah, the movie. Yeah, pre-title. <laughs> out for a bit there. Yeah. I don't want to hear so anything else. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> so it's pre-title. So then uh, we're sort of introduced to the family. The father is you know very uptight the mother's very stressed the eldest daughter is the sanest one so she's obviously the one everyone thinks is involved with witchcraft the her prepubescent son is getting odd stirrings about her and their twin children are twins and therefore creepy <laughs> so uh, twins usually default yeah, what's really what's really interesting what i really like about the structure of it is they get that sort of um first sight of the witch uh, the writer, uh, the first time writer director Robert Rodriguez says that first other witch right out of the way very early on, so it makes it clear that there is a strong supernatural component to it, and then it just sort of becomes a really, really tense, uh, claustrophobic uh, family drama between the characters that gets really, really paranoid and intense and creepy, and then gradually the supernatural elements eke back, ba- uh, eke their way back in slowly, but at the same time it's done in such a way where it's very, very easy to uh, come out of the film and be convinced supernatural thriller, and it's also very easy to come out of the film and sort of justify the fact that it could perhaps have all been fantasy or hallucination. Um, It's sort of your choice. Um, But I no, I I think it's really, really, uh, really, really well done. I think just the concept of doing a film in the like Salem witch trial era that presents the like folklore and fantasy of the era as being genuine is like such a like great hook and so odd that. It took this long for someone to think to do that. It seems so so very obvious. <laughs> um, uh, like there have been a couple movies about like witch hunters that ended up coming up against actual uh, witches, but not specifically within the sort of uh, Salem witch trial era. Uh, performances are fantastic. It's incredibly beautifully shot. That's that's what struck me about the trailers. The cinematography just looks oh. Yeah, it's amazing. It's really, really, like, it's it's very, yeah, carefully constructed. It has a really fantastic, creepy, dissonant score. So there's like a sense of impending doom in every moment. And it's sort of what what I love about it is it works. It, it works as a very intense, very visceral horror film, but it also works very much as a intriguing character drama. And because of the ambiguity of it, there are a lot of sort of really interesting themes being explored as to, you know, it's sort of. What's more frightening, the fact that the what's more frightening, the religious hysteria, hysteria of something like the same women's tribals, or the fact that perhaps they're right and religion's mm-hmm. true. You know what I mean? Mm. So it sort of plays with that, and that's good. Now that being said, um, as much as I really love it, it is, um, you know, it's not like a pure goofy, silly 
like horror romp. It does like require a certain level of attention. The dialogue is very florid and very stylized to suit the period, and it is something that I could see, you know, horror fans that just sort of, you know, are lamenting the loss of the Saw series being sort of tired, getting tired and frustrated by it. But uh, so, uh, but um, you know, if you're interested in films that are they mm-hmm. work as both films in addition to rides and there's a lot going on there. also officially yeah. endorsed by the church of satan which is a that's true they yeah. jumped on board awesome awesome recommendation <laughs> for me that. yeah good for them too <laughs> and i will also say as much as i loved all the human actors and they're all great uh is it the goat yeah goat. <coughs> yeah there's a goat that gives by far goat? that gives the best probably does the best it talk of the film i'm not gonna get into the details yeah jordan spoilers oh. man come on yeah, but but uh, it's yeah. you can't say something like there's a goat that gives a stand-up performance <laughs> well, in a no, movie. I didn't say <laughs> and leave it at that. No, I didn't say yes or no. This might be a drag me to hell situation. This might not. The point of the the, the point is that goat is terrifying and fantastic. And uh, yeah, no, it just um, it, it's, it it's, <laughs> that goat is terrifying and fantastic. It really is. It really is. And uh, yeah, no, I just think it's. I think it, it is like one of the better horror films of recent years. And the fact that it's a first film by Robert Eggers uh, is 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 really really impressive because this is so accomplished and so well put together and so ambitious that he feels like some. I feel like he's someone that's probably going to be around uh, for a little while and be really an interesting cool place. so hmm. uh yeah i can't uh awesome because yeah i've been um, um, ever since uh, there was sundance or tiff when it first got announced and yeah, sundance yeah i've just year. been waiting and waiting uh there's a theater about 45 minutes away because i live in a small crappy mountain town um i think it yeah. comes out next week or like the 19th or something no. but anyways like super super pumped for yeah. it can't wait to go yeah, you should be. It's it's fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I, I really, really, really highly recommend it. And then, um, other than that, it's pretty lame week. Yeah, it was the fifth wave horrible. Was it bad? Yeah, didn't we we talked ago. about it already. Yeah. We did. Remember. Yeah, you weren't here for that yeah, podcast. Yeah, oh, okay. We talked about it. Yeah, no, is it awful? Because it looks pretty awful. Yeah, okay. um, and it failed, so there won't be a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, the yeah, no, the only other movie I guess I could I could talk about this week is Risen, um, which is a. Uh, is it religious? Yeah, it's Christ exploitation. Christ exploitation is a genre. Please talk about it. Yeah, well, no, it's um, like, well, you know, like there's, there's been a huge industry of Christian. Oh yeah, well, yeah, that that one with Hercules, and then, yeah, exactly, and then they got big enough that um, like Sony put out one with Frank Kinnear a couple of summers ago, and it made a hundred million dollars. Was it old fashioned? Well, it seems to be such a financially um, viable market. Like, it's, I think it's like God is for real or something. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. God is is for real. They've never really done big in theaters, and they've never been put up by a major studio, and that sort of got Sony on the Christian train. And this is sort of the biggest, most ambitious one they've done, which is like by Christian movie standards, big and ambitious by the standard of historical epic, like pretty sad. It like is very clearly like they found one set and just kept Mm. redressing everything. So it's about, (laughs) yeah, it's set. It's about a, uh, Roman officer played by Joseph Fiennes, who is assigned to uh, uh, take care of Jesus's body after he's been crucified. Um, <laughs> and then shenanigans ensue when he finds <laughs> that the body's yeah. not there. So they, so they Isn't up. it a, we can have Bernie situation? Yeah, yeah. 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 So they, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So they bury him, and his superiors tell him to like extra super bury him because like they've heard that he might be resurrected, and they want to make sure he doesn't. And then he is, and then and then like surprise, surprise, the body disappears. Extra super bury. He starts inter- yeah, he, he starts to interrogate people. And that I actually thought was like kind of a half clever idea, which was like playing the like 
Jesus resurrection is a detective yeah, story. No, totally. Yeah, no, totally. And there was a bit where I was like, oh, this is kind of okay. And then at a certain point, he goes into a room, and he sees Jesus, and he's just and he's like, well, I believe in Jesus Does now. Oh. Jesus! Yeah, and, and then he's like... Yeah, and Jesus then he, Christ! And then, like, Jesus disappears, and he follows the apostles out into the desert, and blah, blah, blah. And it turns into a really distractingly preachy movie. And that's where the budget limitations really come in, because it's like, there are all these desert vistas. Oh, just all you need is sand? This attempt to create... <laughs> yeah. well, no, there's an attempt <laughs> just went to the beach. <laughs> well, no, there's an attempt to create scale, but then Jesus shows up and starts doing miracles, and they clearly just couldn't afford to do them, so they all happen off camera. Is he, like, behind his yeah, back? No, it's all just like he does something and then they cut to an actor looking like surprised. He like, oh like takes his thumb off. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah, How is he it, doing that? And it just gets so like horribly like, banal and preachy um, in a way that you'd expect from a Jesus movie. But more than, but like, and here's the thing. It's like, I don't care if the Christians want to make movies like this for themselves. That's fine. For it to be released like as if mm-hmm. it's a blockbuster and like trying to trick people that don't know what these movies into are Jesus? into yeah. thinking that like oh this will be like that Exodus movie with Christian Bale and it'll be all big and beautiful and you'll see this really cheap hunk of crap. Jeez. Um, I find uh, yeah, totally and gross. Is it um, like is it like someone trying to lure you into their white panel van? Yeah, totally. Um, it, the the actually, white panel van of God. Uh, it reminded yeah. me I thought I was going to get molested. Here you school. are converting me. This is bullshit. <laughs> this is three times worse actually it's it's weird you mentioned that at my high school there was this like christian group that would show up at lunchtime and they had this like they had this like little like mini like one of those half uh school buses but they removed all the seats and they the filled short it with, bus? They, and they filled it with like, um, uh, Bibles. Like, like, no, like foosball tables. Yeah, totally. To the kids stuff. into their yeah, short so the bus? Oh, yeah, that's and how then, they get you, the you foosball. Like, and then you get like free cookies and stuff. And like, th- and like three out of the five days of the week, you could just go and play games. And then the other two, they like shut Bible? the door and talk about Jesus. Oh. You didn't know <laughs> Russian roulette? Wrong move, sucker. And you didn't know when it was going to happen and when it wasn't. So it was Russian roulette. Yeah, totally, yeah. Do I get cookies today or do I have to listen? In the book, God. Oh, God. Yeah, it was God. really tricky. So, this, yeah, so anyway, Wait, like, did you was go the school aware school? of this? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah like, say I went to Catholic school. school. We got school that, like, was aware of not tell them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. There was no foosball either. It was bullshit. Yeah, I yeah. Could no never, cookies. I could never figure out if the school knew it was happening or not. Because someone should tell the school, they should be like, "Get off our it property." It was pretty well just yeah. one year, but it worked. There was then after that year an entire like Christian cult within the school. That, wow, yeah, that's they, the, the, the those were some powerful cookies, cookies yeah. and foosball. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> where Superintendent Chalmers hears Flanders make the prayer. Is that a prayer in a public school? <laughs> 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 this has no place yeah, for totally. religious intent. Yeah, so anyway, uh, watch The Witch, not the Jesus movie. Yeah. <laughs> watch the movie uh, about Satan. endorsed yeah. by the Church of Satan. Thank you. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the cool movies are endorsed by Satan. Totally. So anyway, <laughs> that's this week at the movies. Yeah. Thank you, well, Bill. No problem. No one asked Quinn if he was playing anything. Yeah, what were you, Quinn, have you been playing uh, no. anything besides Witcher um, 3? I, um, I, okay. Okay, yeah, there we go. Podcast it. over. Um, <laughs> I haven't been able to. I've been, obviously, XCOM 2 is like a game I really want to play, but I don't have a PC that can run it, so I have to wait for the console release. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. I'm so amped. I love the first, I love games that are hard and tactical and don't have a lot of cinematic shit shoved down your throat, obviously. I've said that a million <laughs> times, which is, why did I play The Witcher again? No one, no one's here excited about the, 30% of Street Fighter Well, I mean, fighter, fighting games are too... game. 
Like, um, I, uh, I can't Same remember 100%. who wrote the review oh, for our Street Fighter Five, but mode. made the point of saying, like, this game is geared towards professional gamers, and games like that, like, it's too much for me. I'm not, I'm not good enough to play that game competitively, then I'm not going to have yeah. fun. You know what the weird thing for me is? It's kind of gotten to the point now that it looks so, like, outrageous that I'm, like, mad at it. Like, it looks too crazy Well, it's just so, like, technical. Like, at least Mortal Kombat... You can play with your buddies because it's over the top. There's all sorts of cool, gory finishing moves and so on and so forth. But I feel with Street Fighter, like, if you're not playing it tactically and intelligently and strategically, then, like, you can't really enjoy it at the same level. I don't know. I read a review this morning that said sort of the opposite, that they, like, revamped the fighting system so that it's a lot easier for well, the, newbies to get into. Really? Because, like, I used to play in the, co- like, having to know when to break combos against people and all that That's stuff. That's the thing like, that I, I read, is that, like... And knowing uh, which move takes yeah, precedence. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, half of the jargon and the terminology... When I read a review, if that's above my head, then I know I'm not going to be able to play that game. S breaks and ultra punches and all that crap. Yeah, no, see, I, I, like, I don't know. I'm, I stop. I haven't played Street Fighter since like Street Fighter Two on the SNES, but like, it really has gotten to that point where it's like I feel like, and I, and I had this, I had this problem with Mortal Kombat X. The Mortal Kombat X to me felt like too technical like there were any yeah like i was just playing like just as sub-zero like i always do and there was no like basic just sort of like aaa combo no there isn't i looked i looked at his move list his basic combos aren't that hard his basic three move combo that was like up a down a left a like it was ridiculous and i was like this is a basic combo it should not be like direction button direction button direction button like it should just be aaa aba ab whatever like but none of none of it was that simplified, and I was kind of like, maybe it's because I've been playing too much yeah. Smash Bros. That like I've been like babied into into like a well, mash mash like a even simpler, like Injustice Gods Among Us. I had a great time with until I started looking up oh, tutorials yeah, on the internet because I wanted to get better, and I was like, oh fuck this, like. This is way above my head. Oh, they're, they're, <laughs> yeah, it's way too yeah, much. They're always so much Absolutely. fun until you go online. But even like Injustice, like you could pick up a character like Harley Quinn and like she was like stacked with combos that were so easy to just to learn on your own. Again, wasn't, like, but then you will have somebody technical. who can play those combos perfectly timed, perfectly played. Yeah, sure, but you're no, always going to have people just, who can play like that. Yeah, see, they're, they're, they're fun, fun until, until you go online, online and then you're like, like oh, I don't want to play games. this yeah, anymore. Right. <laughs> That's yeah. my thoughts about Smash Bros. Although I'm like semi competent at Smash Bros. Smash Bros. That hard online? I no, just people play are people time, are just right? cheese yeah. as balls. Well, like yeah, they're, they're so, like and especially six. now that Bayonetta and Corrin are like the two like most broken characters in Smash Bros. history. Like it's it actually has gotten to that point now where it's not fun anymore. They're all like six years old, aren't they? No, they're all like probably like twenty something year old Japanese guys who are like. Oh. Like, like, literally too good at the right, game. Right, because all the six-year-olds are playing with me and Plants vs. Zombies. Pretty much. Meanwhile, I'm playing with a bunch of white dudes still hanging on to Bloodborne. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever. I, I'm, I got I a month. Touch the. We bought we bought the old hunters together. You beat yeah. it in the night, and I well, haven't played again, it for like, like two months. <laughs> Jordan. It was too hard. There was it's hunters hard, like everywhere. It's the easiest of the Souls franchise you pleb. Anyway, moving on. Um, Dark Souls three. I'm just waiting for that. Mm. Let's hope it's a return to form, but we'll see. Because Dark Souls 2, I didn't know was All terrible right. until oh, someone's making popcorn. I went and played Dark Souls 1. 
Well, like I started <laughs> yeah, Dark with Souls Demon 2 was Souls because it came out on PS. I got Plus lost in the first whenever. city and said, screw and this. And then Dark Souls 2 came out, so I bought that. And then everybody's like, oh, no, you got to play the first one. I played the first one. I was like, oh, shit. Like, how did everything go so south? <laughs> so wait, Jordan, you you pulled the Cody and just got lost? I got lost literally on the first. Oh town, my god, said, that you know was what? such F a frustrating this. like I'm, I'm Facebook done. conversation. Like, give me a break, man. Like you fucking. I know. You <laughs> <run> <laughs> no, but give me, no, because for crying was, out loud, like I don't care. Like it was so convoluted. It should be a straight <laughs> path no, to the next level. Okay, make the level a giant maze, I'm not sorry, the safe towns. Totally, like, oh, everything that people love about this franchise, I don't like. <laughs> well, it's stupid. It should be at least Bloodborne had the good sense to make things sort of like straightforward and how you progress from. Oh, like, I agree. Maze like level design in Dark Souls Two so wasn't very good at all compared to other entries in the franchise. And that was my problem. I I couldn't find the next next part of the dungeon. Throwing like, your controller this. down and pouting to time. go play Mario was hilarious. Yeah, because at least Mario's straightforward. All right, Phil's getting bored and starting right. to text all his lady friends. <laughs> anyway, cool. we got to wrap it up here. Thanks again for listening, guys. If you want to check out more from any of us fancy writers here at CG, you can check us out at cgmagonline.com. You can check us out on the Facebooks at www.facebook.com slash comics gaming magazine. Oh, you know it because poor Cody is like slash, uh, well, yeah, CG magazine. I, I forgot for a second, that's why I said www, but <laughs> yeah. it came back to me. You can also check us out on Google Plus www.google.com slash plus or people will go and understand what you're saying www.google plus can check us out yeah exactly google.com slash plus sign cg mag online you can check us out on youtube support us making great videos subscribe to our youtube channel channel cgm channel cgm or just just search CG Mag online. It comes up. It does. You can check me out on YouTube too. Ninja Ninja. You know what's awesome? He almost Actually, Ninja you know, like works too. You... plug right there. Like he nailed all yeah. the CG Shut stuff. Up, like, out at because Ninja okay. Jordan, I don't know. Because no, because for, for Ninja pirate. For a while, it's a pirate. For, for a while, when I wasn't like I didn't have enough videos out to like, so my like Ninja reviews didn't yield my channel. I had to say Ninja Jordan reviews because that was specific enough that it would have like. So now Ninja reviews actually now Ninja reviews actually yields like it shows up the first thing on the search. If you type in CG Mag online, I think the first thing that pops up is our interview with Ed Boone. Oh, speaking of, but Mortal then like Kombat. The, the channel link is cool. right underneath that. So. Yeah, cool. Body yeah, so. off for you. And you can also check us out at on Twitter at CGMegOnline. I'm also on Twitter, NinjaJordan underscore. Phil oh, okay. is at that Phil Brown. That's correct. It is. And Mel is Kicks and Chaos, K I X X E N Chaos. He doesn't even want us to talk and anymore. Brandon He's just doing it for Twitter us. That's right. Oh, characters is not enough to express my rage. Oh, hilarious! Way really? to copy Ricky Gervais, there, buddy. Ricky Gervais has yeah. Twitter, doesn't he? He said the 140 characters wasn't enough Twitter. to uh, to describe like his genius. Yeah, oh yeah, he's yeah. a Twitter oh, yeah, fiend. No, he said that yeah. when he quit briefly and then came back. Yeah. And then John Depp five came minutes back. he was gone go. from yeah. Twitter. Um, I think it's just because he wanted to use that. Technically, yeah, Brendan does no, have, a, have a Twitter. He just doesn't use it. He follows once. me on Twitter. Yeah. Dude, you get on Twitter, man. It's useful. It's stupid. It's a useful thing. I I get all my news from Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. I can it's, tell. And it's credible definitely. news before For you jump sure. to that conclusion. It's like CP20. Oh, I follow CP24 Twitter's and CBS and CBC update. and BBC and all that crap. Well, no, that's the Brony fan base that I follow on Facebook. It's different. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. See you later. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye.